One, two, three. I had to do that with everyone, by the way. I had to have every <laughs> single person clap that I recorded with, except Kristen, because we recorded together, and not one of them clapped while I was talking. <laughs> well, that just means they're not hilarious. Yeah, I guess that's what it was. Welcome to Let's Run That Back. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter, and that is something I have not said in a while. <laughs> and I realized after the first few Fear Street bonus episodes that I was like, oh no, I haven't been saying that. And I was like, oh well, it doesn't make sense. Wait, you did um, bonus Fear Street episodes? Oh shit. Um, no, the last month we've oh. just been on vacation. Wait, this is awkward. I didn't... I did some bonus Fear Street episodes. You did? Yeah. I didn't. Oh I had no God. idea you were going to do it. I did them too. I uploaded mine. Did you upload yours? No, I have them ready to go though. I did one with um, Dylan, your SOB. Okay. And then I also did one with Madison. Okay. Our cousin. Our cousin. Yes. Yeah. It was really difficult because at the end of each movie, she just wanted to know what money. And I was like, <laughs> Madison, wrong movie. We watched Sleepy Hollow with Madison once, and at the end of the movie, she asked, what money are they talking about? And that entire movie is about a will and the money that goes along with it. <laughs> and then the third movie, do you remember your friend Rachel from, from film school? I, I do, yeah, yes. I did one with her fucking grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. Well, none of those aired. All of mine did. Uh, yes, I did do some Fear Street episodes, but Matt did know about it. And he has been, like, chomping at the bit to be able to get his viewpoints on Fear Street onto the podcast. And I don't blame him, but he was calling me <laughs> as he listened to the episodes, and he'd be like... He pointed out that, um, apparently, listeners, I got... Ziggy's real name wrong at the end of Fear Street. It was a travesty. uh, 1978. And I said that her name was Catherine or something. It was not. Matt paused the episode as he was listening to it and called me immediately. I answer the phone. I say, hey. He goes, her name was Christine. As in the Stephen King story, Christine. (laughs) It wasn't Catherine. (laughs) And that's how I knew that Matt was bitter. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that was the second most egregious thing that was said over the course of the the bonus episodes, in my opinion. And the in the the first most egregious thing was in the the third episode. No, it was in the second episode. Oh, okay. What was the first most egregious thing? That Taylor has good feelings watching Hereditary. She didn't say, I have good feelings watching Hereditary. She said she likes Hereditary, and it gives her good feelings that her favorite nobody, movie is such a modern movie. Nobody likes Hereditary. <laughs> yes, they do. Nobody enjoys themselves. It's like watching <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. We all agree that it's well oh, done God. and that it's a good movie, but it doesn't make anybody feel good well, at that all was, in any way. That's Taylor's second favorite movie. Requiem that's for a, a Dream? That's a joke. I made oh. that up. <laughs> but you believed it. 
Oh, man. So, anyway, <laughs> today we're going to have a little epilogue to the Fear Street Summer series where we get some input from Matt. I've heard what he's thought of Fear Street 1 and 2. Obviously, you haven't, so he can quickly let you know. Did, did you like Fear Street 1 and 2? Um, I absolutely loved Fear Street 1 and 2. Fear Street 1, um, I felt like, was a lot, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit of it was probably that I had very, I shouldn't say very low expectations, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it was a TV slash movie adaptation of R, an R.L. Stein book or series right. of books. You know, what do I have to compare that to? Goosebumps. When I was younger. Right. And I don't know if you've seen those Goosebumps shows. Oh, I've seen them. But they're, they're amazing. <laughs> they're amazing, but they're not good. Ryan Gosling's in one of them, and it's worth a watch. Ryan Gosling's in two of them, actually. Yeah, you're right. So, like, my expectation was a 2021 version of Goosebumps. Right. And not the That's Jack not Black one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His was more gory. But they they went for it. Yep, they did. And, and they said... It's going to be cheesy, and we'll up the cheese factor, and it's going to be violent, and we'll up the violence. Yes. And, you know, I know you talked about the... Um, bread slicer. No, well, the bread slicer oh. was <laughs> Sorry, awesome. I just always... I love bringing up the bread slicer. As somebody who works in a grocery store and has used those bread slicers... <laughs> Watch um, your fingies. Yeah. I'm going to... When, when we're training people, I'm going to show them that scene from this movie. <laughs> Oh, I know you guys talked about how they kind of recreated the scene from Scream and, and yeah, some yeah. of the, I mean, you didn't talk about any of the Shining stuff, but there was a lot of the Shining influences. That all was cool, but I do sort of side with um, what Dylan was saying on with my podcast. Dylan, my SOB. Where like at a certain point, you got to be your own thing. Wow. The, the tributes are cool. And the Easter eggs are neat, but you can't yeah. have, like, nothing but Easter eggs. So, Look at that. toward the beginning, I was like, okay, are they going to spin this into their own story? Are they? And, mm-hmm. and, and boy, did they. Yes, they did. I really liked the way that they layered the, the mythology right. um, of the witch and Sarah Fears and all that into what was going on before they showed you the actual story. Right. Going into it. At first, I thought it was just going to be a three-part movie. Right. When they started releasing the trailers, and you saw 19... What was it? 1994? 78. Oh, 1996, 1978, and 1666. Are you sure? I thought it was 94. It doesn't matter. It's 94. You're right. It's 94, 78, and 1666. Yeah. My first thought was, why is that not going in the other order? Right. Obviously, right. Obviously, when it you know when it all plays out, you get it, and it, it makes more yes. sense. But I really liked the way they folded the mythology and like how people nowadays understand what happened before right. they gave you the real the, story, the original story. Yeah. So the twists didn't necessarily need to be twists. They right. were more like, oh, that was true, but it was from a different perspective type of It's twist. like a clarification. Right. So those are, that, that was all really cool. So you liked 1994, the first one. You liked 1978, the second one. 1978 was a lot of fun, too, but it took a little, a little bit of the cheese away. Yes. And it was much more of a straightforward slasher. Right. Which, again, could have very easily fallen into 
we're just going to do a Friday the 13th movie and call it something else. Which we pointed out, what's lucky about that is none of the Friday the 13th movies are any good. So, luckily, if they if they uh, well, I mean, just copy how, it, they're still going to make it better. How do you define good? Like I don't know. They made 500 successful versions of it. They're successful, but they're not good. Even as someone that loves slasher movies, I hate those movies. So, that's just a personal <laughs> preference, I guess. But... They they got the, Kevin Bacon. There's a reason they last, and there's a reason that they influence. Yeah, you know, so many other movies. I'm not saying that they're cinematic masterpieces. <laughs> I think you are. I think you're saying that you can't wait for the Criterion Collection. But again, is that is that happening? No. <laughs> <laughs> but again, they were able to do a Friday the Thirteenth style movie, and you know, layer that witch mythology into it that yes. fear street sarah fierce mythology throughout it right and then the third one came around now what i wanted to point out is you know he's said all his all his not all of them but he's given us a general summary about what he's thought of the first two movies i knew all of that but when we decided that we were going to do this epilogue i said don't tell me what you think of the ending i want to find out on the podcast so we know that matt was going in with some good feelings some Solomon good feelings. So, let's you hear You mean evil says. feelings? <sighs> good is evil. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know that I could have been more disappointed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you did that to me with the Avengers also. And I can't believe you got me with it twice. <laughs> oh, God. I was a little bit hesitant going into yes. 1666. Yes. Same. Especially knowing that it was all the same actors. That made me more excited for it than different people, to be honest. It wasn't that they were bad in the earlier movies. I I thought they did a great job. But a lot of these, I don't want to say are unknown, but they're not not actors that you see a whole lot. And they were cast in the roles. I mean, I'm sure casting they considered 1666 but they were cast in these roles that were very specific characters modern and yeah and to say all right you did that well now let's do you know colonial like 17th century (laughs) right and the accent work listen i loved it it was not great (laughs) right yeah yeah i don't think it took i don't think it was i think it worked because the first two you know, even though the second one was less cheesy, there was still, right. a, you know, there was some cheese to it. Right. I think it it fit. My prediction was that... Before you watched the movie. The townspeople, right, the townspeople were going to wrongly kill someone for being a witch, and Sarah Fears actually being a witch was going to punish the town. I see. Okay. Obviously, that's not what happened. Right. But again, it was kind of cool where it was really just a punishment for this one guy. And Sarah Fears was fighting against that family for these generations and generations. Yes. Good as evil. I cheered out loud. Yes. I'm telling you. It was so good. It was. I I honestly. I I mean, I already told her to her face. I fought Rachel on that one. I, I, I good as evil is exactly the perfect line for now that look, moment. Now look, Rachel's not wrong. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just love it. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. I think you guys talked a little bit about the layout of the town and how yes. this was there and that was there. Um, yes. But I feel like they explained a lot of that in, in the second one. No, I, I was saying it's a good Where they thing. were trying to predict how to get out. And they were like, oh, that's the mess hall. She came out with one hand at the town meeting center or whatever. Uh, that's the mess hall now. And so they went to the mess hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But other than that, I, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say, like, specifically. Right, right, right. Specific yeah. things to point out. But it just, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. I'm going to yes. watch it again. I'm going to try and get Carrie to watch it. She's not been yeah. into horror very much lately. I did real quick going back to the first one. I I did, you know, without getting, you know, all too deep into it. I did appreciate the way that a gay couple was presented. Yes. Where I've I've said this for a long time, like if we want to make it like normal and break like a stigma that it's different, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I feel like if you're going to present it in media, in movies, TV, you know, whatever it be, it should be that like, hey, there's this stuff going on and this is my significant other who just happens to be the same sex as me. But that's got yes. nothing to do really with the story. Yeah. You know, the story wouldn't be different if Sam was a guy. Which and I, I think and I did appreciate mentioned that. she feels like in earlier drafts, Dina probably was a guy and they probably changed it because right. she like felt that way. Right, which probably lends it lends to the reason that it was presented as no big deal because it wasn't like in the script originally, allegedly, yeah. you know, for what we're for yeah, what we we're thinking. Know, yeah. Because in life, in my life, <laughs> you know, somebody's gay, it doesn't really change the interaction between people, at least in my right. circle of friends. You know what I mean? Right. What's really funny about how much you liked it and how much I liked it, and, and, and everyone that was on the, the show, how much everyone liked it. I think it's funny that all of it started because I saw the trailer for Fear Street, and I was like, that looks fun. And and I knew that you were going to be prepping for having your baby and stuff, and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll try to do something different and do like a series, and we'll just watch the movies and stuff. And I don't think any of us really expected it to be as good as it was. Right. So then, like, once it was good, it's like the whole thing kind of changed and was like, oh, my God. And and then now Matt's over here like, well, fuck, I wish I was involved <laughs> right. in this. Right. <laughs> because I didn't realize it was going to be good. And, like, I think Rachel said, I don't know if she said it on the podcast or if she just, like, told me about it when we were prepping but she said something like she I had never even heard of Fear Street until you texted me and asked if I wanted to be on the podcast. And so then I was like, oh, I should probably look into this thing. <laughs> and now it's something that's like going to be a part of all of our like rewatch. Right. Kind of time zones and stuff. It's just like something that came out of nowhere. No one expected to be that good and is like instantly a favorite. Right. Right. Exactly. And so I love that that happened. And that's pretty much why we're, we're having this epilogue is because it was so good that it was worth letting people hear what Matt thought about it. <laughs> well, and, and not for nothing, I also really enjoyed the podcasts. Oh, I yeah. I really enjoyed. I, I mean... You know, I I see Kristen when I see you, you know what I yeah. mean? It's not like Kristen and I ever hang out and talk movies or anything. Right. So it was kind of cool to, you know, kind of hear her input and perspective. And same thing with Taylor and same thing with Rachel. Yeah. So I thought it was really neat. I feel like the whole point when we started this podcast, we were planning on 
all right, let's do movies that we wouldn't otherwise watch. Let's right. let let's uh, you know explore some things that maybe are not we're not um, already gonna see anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then this was a cool way to all right. Well, let's talk to people that we don't necessarily talk to about these things. I mean, obviously yeah. you talk to Kristen about this all the time, right? Because right, right. It's, you yeah. know you guys live together and all that. But when's the last time you sat and talked to Taylor about movies before For that? For real. And, Unless, that, like, and probably same thing like with Rachel. I know you went to film. I know you went to film school with Rachel, but like, yeah, is that the basis of your guys' conversations nowadays? You know what I mean? Literally, that was something that was crazy. Is like Taylor. We see Taylor and the rest of our cousins and stuff like on big holidays every other year, really. Like, um, and then because of COVID, haven't seen her like at all, right. for over a year. And, so, and she lives and then, all the way across the country, like as far does. as she possibly could, other than Alaska. Right, literally other ends. Um, and and with Rachel, I did go to film school with her, but something that I try not to think about every day is that that was four years ago that I graduated. Okay, and you don't need to. <laughs> not only that, but like, and then she moved across the country. And so, you know, we text every once in a while. And so I haven't talked to Rachel <laughs> in like literally with voices and looking at each other right years. So I can't believe that the conversation with Taylor was so smooth, the conversation with Rachel was so smooth. It mm-hmm. felt like we're just picking up like oh, yep, we're talking about movies again. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah, it was a fun experience. Also, I loved recording with Kristen the fact that we recorded in one closet together on mic <laughs> one mic believe. was very difficult <laughs> but it I wouldn't really great. want to do that but yeah it sounded good so yeah I'm glad you liked it I was uh I, I just loved imagining you sitting there listening to it and like screaming like at your your speaker just like no that's not what I think <laughs> I mean not like screaming at the top of my lungs but I was out loud responding <laughs> Oh, and you know, I don't expect you to remember anything, so we can like take take this out if you don't. But you texted me during your listening of the sixteen sixty six episode, and mm-hmm. you said I've wanted to call you like four times so far. Do, do you remember why? I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you were just like, God, I've wanted to stop it like four times already, and I was like, Damn, he's he hated sixteen sixty six. So I, that's all I had to go off of. All right, what would you rate Fear Street? You if you you can the either, series or you can either rate each one individually and then the series or you can just rate the series. It's really up to you. I don't know how detailed you you are right now. I'm going to say four and a half for the first one. Mhm. 4 for the second one. Okay. 4 for the third one. Okay. Trilogy as a whole probably still a solid four and a half. Nice. And so you, you, your favorite one's still the first one. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. Cause so your favorite one's the first one. Me and Taylor both definitely liked the second one the most. And then Dylan, who's getting a lot of name drops recently, <laughs> but Dylan, he liked the third one the best. Um, we, we watched it and had to make dinner during the movie and Kristen and I had already seen it. And Dylan had had missed it, and so he we were watching it again with him, and he, we were like, "Oh yeah, we'll just have to make dinner at some point during the middle of the of the movie." And Kristen was like, "Hopefully, there's a place to to pause it and like wink, wink or whatever." Mm-hmm. And so we watched 1666 up to where it says for, uh, 1994 part part two. two. 
paused it and we were like time to make dinner <laughs> and so i was like so what are you thinking so far so all he had seen was 1666 and he right. was like i mean it's definitely the best one so far i was like whoa <laughs> just with the 1666 part definitely and I, and i'm telling you it's because at that point like you just watched sarah fears monologue of of her curse against solomon right, right. and that sequence is so good right that that i i don't blame him and then honestly the rest of the movie's great so even though the second one's my favorite the second one's my favorite more for its like standaloneness but right. like as far as a trilogy goes you couldn't ask for a better ending <laughs> okay one qualm okay martin uh-huh the mall janitor yes the hero dylan's favorite character no joke at all why because he just was there man he was the dark like, horse the whole time he was he was like mopping in the shadows in the first one you for know 30 what? seconds maybe he maybe he was well he was in the first one more than that oh and then he was at the police station yes and then he was, was not like in the second character. one at all that's true you had to remember nor, him nor were any of his Dece- or not descendants, but um, yeah, in the sixteen sixty six. What's, what's part. the word? What's the other word? Ancestors. Neither were his ancestors, <laughs> like in in nineteen seventy eight or sixteen sixty six. Right. You're just perplexed. Why was he even there as a character? Possibly top three most important characters in that like it was like he did it all like i don't at the end he was he definitely helped a lot what like can we establish <laughs> how, this dude i love how confused you are i'm not even kidding right now like i think that there was like one shot of like him at the beginning with his like mop and like right. he like looked over and was like oh have a good night or something like that right and dylan does this thing when we watch movies where like he'll find a random character like that mm-hmm. and he'll say that's my new favorite character mm-hmm. in the movie oh, we're and watching ended up being like the hero and then he ended up coming back and so dylan watched all of them with us except the third one he wasn't there for it and so we're watching it and martin becomes this huge <laughs> integral character and we're like why did dylan have to miss this live <laughs> And so watching it again, I was just so... It's so funny that we had the exact opposite reactions because Dylan already established him as the most important character. We were watching the movie Blowout yesterday with John Travolta, and there's literally a scene where he's getting, like, sound effects, and it cuts to a frog, and Dylan was like, best character in the movie. (laughs) And later in the movie, it showed the frog again, and he was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) And then, sorry, just to finish up, the... Whoever stole the book at the end. Yes. Who do we think it is? It's got to be either either the nurse. Or. I feel like that makes the most sense. It does. Because she had studied and studied it. I would enjoy it. seems it. like she'll go to any means to get her daughter back. I enjoy that. Because it makes it feel like they're like that's the reason the whole the nurse wasn't completely wrapped up at the end when it like showed Ziggy going and like hugging her. It was like mm-hmm. okay, well that's nice. Well, but she like, gave her the book, the scrapbook. Right. right. It would make it would be cool to find out that 
you know, she hugged her and was happy and stuff, but was in the back of her mind thinking, I'm going to go get that book. The other person that I think is an interesting choice would be the Queen of Air and Darkness. I was going to say the random girl that Homeboy was uh, chatting with. Because I I think that, I feel like the idea that, like, they know they want to make more of this, whatever it is. I kind of don't want them to. Trilogy. The director has already said, like, because Netflix is, like, where they put it, there's kind of this, like, mix of, like, is it a movie? Is it a TV show? Like, it's, like, it's kind of neither in a way. But It's a, it's a BBC series. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so she was saying, like, it's fun that there's so many avenues we can go down. We could do, like, a completely different story. Don't even, like, connect it to these mm-hmm. because Fear Street has so much mythology. We could have another addition to this. We could do you know a variety of things so we'll see what happens i feel like leaving it open it's still the trilogy still works you don't have to do anything else now but then there's also those threads that you have if you ever do want to pick it right so that's that's kind of just good i don't necessarily (laughs) want them to do anymore because i just i do love like what it was you're scared but if they were to like write something that said like oh here's what this was or here's what that was I'd right. be into that. And I mean, they were talking about like, you know, maybe do just a whole movie about Ruby Lane, like just show like her the 50s like slasher thing. Yeah. And then maybe do one on this killer. Like you yeah, can kind of go back boy and do that. Too. That was terrifying. Oh, God, he was terrifying. He was really showing that gumball machine at, at the mall. <laughs> OK, well, I think that that officially wraps up fear street summer okay i know that no one asked for this but i (laughs) wanted to do it i felt like it was a good little epilogue thank you for listening to let's run that back you can catch us on let's run that back on instagram let's run that back.com is our website our email is let's run that back pod at gmail.com i'm cody i'm matt you have a good one